At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. On a Tuesday evening, live from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas, that gentleman right there, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, crying a little bit as one of the faces of the franchise. (laughs) Rob Gronkowski has called it a career. Uh, We will get to that. I don't know. Maybe we will. Good career. Hall of Fame career. I feel like we'll see him around. (laughs) He's just waiting. He'll be visible. He's just waiting for Tom to give him a call. He'll be like, Yeah. yeah, okay. This won't be like one of those Jake Plummer things where he evaporates into the woods of Montana. <laughs> sure, Gronk. Playing handball. Yeah, Gronk will be at all the right events. Gronk? He's a fast. <laughs> well, he was at all the right events. He lost all that weight that, that one year, his first year of retirement. Yeah. Uh, so he's just, here's the thing. Will Gronk, let's, let's set the odds now. Uh, will Gronk, we're going to set this, the Murray Sportsbook. Okay. Will Gronk come back? What do you think a fair price is? Is it? I would say it's almost a pick that he will come back at some point this year. I think a lot of it has to depend on how the Bucks are doing. Wait, wait we have odds? Or did you, oh, that was the, Oost, the Aaron Oster. Uh, the Aaron Oster Sportsbook has said, has weighed in, and he says, yes, minus 250, that Gronk will be back. I'll push a little year. pause on that one, though. And I'd probably take the no because of the timing. Because normally a guy in Gronk's position, he announces that he's retiring so he doesn't have to commit himself to doing any of the offseason yep. requirements. Sure. Well, we're through most of those. Yeah, I mean, but training camp's coming up. That's the hard part. Yeah, but I mean, Gronk would probably only go to Tampa. And trust me, Gronk didn't practice in a whole lot of those training camp <laughs> days. True. So it's not a work overload thing. No. But it'd be interesting if halfway through the season, Tampa was rolling and – Either Brady call unsolicited or they have some kind of injury at tight end. That's if, the one that would be interesting Bra- for me. If Cameron Brake goes down, I think Gronk comes back. Would you say that's fair? It depends on how the team's doing. If they're, if they're chugging along and, and they're looking like a mediocre, make the playoffs but have no chance to win a championship kind of team, I don't think he's coming back for that. If they're rolling and they're looking like, okay, Brady's going to get another ring – then I think Grant will come back for that. So I think the perception and the context will matter. Because he's not coming back just to 
make sure the Bucks have enough bodies at tight end to get through the season. He's oh, coming no. back if yeah. he thinks he could probably win a ring. Catch, catch another couple touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Like <clears> the question, did. the odds would be, would he go anywhere no. other than Tampa? Because when Brady retired initially, didn't he say he wanted to go and play with uh, the well, Bengals? Well, no. They There was a report that he was going to be traded to Detroit, and he said, I would retire. Yeah, but I thought he came out publicly and said that he wanted to play with Joe Burrow. Really? Or was, yeah, was it a different QB? Well, I, I would put the odds at any other team. It, you wouldn't be able to bet it. Minus 5,000. I, I, if, if, if Gronk comes back and it's not for the Buccaneers, I don't know what I'd do. But it would, I would be floored. I would be stunned. It would be like if you know Purdue lost to St. Peter's or something like Oh, wait, that did happen. Um, so Gronk, uh, two retirements. Tom Brady won. So he's... Uh, more goat status than Brady. I got you. Speaking <laughs> of people leaving things, how about your boy Brooks? Brooks Kepka on to it does that makes total sense. Yeah. I, a, do you like the shot he took at the PGA? Oh, what did he say? I don't know. I get to play the four majors. I don't care about the no, he's never John cared. Deere classic. He's never cared about any of those. So that this should surprise really nobody. Uh, well, that, it is surprising. That's eight of the top 50. Yeah, but still none of the top, what is Brooks, is like 18. And uh, Abraham Answer, uh, he's going. Well, there was a lot of smoke today that Colin Morikawa was going, and he shot that down. And then let the people know that he pours his cereal into the milk instead of yeah, pouring yeah, milk. Wrong with that. A lot of people do that on the second bowl. Yeah, the second bowl, but it was his first bowl. So what's odd if... They just do it on the inverse, and they do it the first time. That's not a big deal to me. I think it's bizarre. I know. I, I downgrade Colin Morikawa a little bit. He's like a cow guy. You know, he, I thought he was lives here in Vegas, but Morikawa is not going anywhere. If I bump into him, I'm gonna tell him to take that paper. Let me let me negotiate more. <laughs> Get us a percentage. Well, we will see. Uh, the uh, I think the PGA is uh, is they had a. Uh, all hands on deck uh, meeting today. Yeah, they well, stop acting like this is not yeah. something to be concerned oh, there, about. There's some, there's some definite heat yeah. coming on their, on their behind. Brooks Kepka though doesn't surprise me at all. He's a guy that even at the U.S. Open last week, he basically came out and said, you know, there, there's never been competition, so I've never had to think about it before. Listen, here's His the problem. There. Here's the problem, Tim. People know who Dustin Johnson is. People, if you say Brooks Kepka. To an average sports fan, they probably like, oh, you need that golfer. They might not be super familiar with him, but they recognize him. If you say, who is Matt Fitzpatrick, no matter how great a story that is to the no average sport, nobody knows who that is. No. Nobody knows who Will Zalatoris is. That's a, it's a Happy Gilmore's caddy. Yeah, I, I know, but that's the PGA's issue is because they have these really good players that don't have name and brand recognition as we currently stand – Who's, who's watching these things? Once Rory starts, you know, self-destructing on Friday, I They're mean, still watching. you're looking at the top 10. I'm just telling you, though, I'm not a lot of familiar names. This is how I know golf has an identity crisis. I am an avid golfer. I am very familiar with the names of the top 20 golfers in the world, but I do not know what they look like. I couldn't tell you how many times during the U.S. Open I'm having to wait and see exactly who this is. It's, it's, that, it's, okay, that, that's him. That's an issue. Well, it's always been an issue outside of Tiger Woods and Phil, right? Yeah, but they, that's having those two, and they were at the height of their game. I mean, people will watch just because of them. Well, as uh, Aaron just let us know, NBC Sports delivered the most watched final round for the East Coast U.S. Open since 2013. 
Yeah, and I call a lie on that. Okay. It's a, I mean, you like to you like to pull a lot of things out of your booty. No, but I'm just saying it's just like if I if I see a major boxing match and they come on, oh, this was the largest gate this place has ever done, and this has got three million pay per view. No, it didn't. It didn't get three million pay per view. I'll box. say this though. The live tour, it's 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 people are getting paid a ton of money. And I'm not saying that I think the live tour is gonna actually work. No. I mean, if they can't find they have no a broadcast partner. partner, yeah, I mean, they YouTube. got YouTube. Yeah, we tried to watch it in the, the upscale face cigar shop. How'd and that go? All we we couldn't all we could get was the audio. We couldn't even get like the video. And oh. then they had like this Formula One scoring. I didn't know what was going on. To be honest, it was extremely confusing. Well, I, I will say there's definitely. I mean, there's there's no doubt there's heat on the PGA Tour. I, I think when it comes to the betting perspective, though, and and we we'll talk to yeah, Wes, Wes. another call, man. Wes wins every tournament that I don't bet. <laughs> He was sitting on our airwaves. So, do we get like partial credit for the nightcap if Wes, we was, Wes was filling in? The nightcap picked Matt Fitzpatrick. What I don't get is why Aaron, Aaron didn't shoot me and you a text. We're in a group chat. He could have very easily well, said, speak- Wes, is on, Wes is on the show. He Sp- loves. Speaking of Aaron, which we, you know, he, he made sure to let us know. Yeah, after the fact yeah. that he won. Yeah, but yeah. I, we didn't By the get way, any. Let me ask you this, though. How does that make you feel? How does it make you feel? Well,. I just did just answer the, the question. Fact that, bup, bup, bup. The fact that the fact how did it make you feel? That he knew that I was somewhere where TVs weren't gonna be readily accessible, I would have wanted him to update me. So it, it didn't make you feel good that that Aaron who who was able to cash, But see, I know where you're going with this. Cash I'm just I'm, I'm No, just, I know where you're I'm, going I'm just with posing this. A hypothetical so I'm not gonna just walk so into this Aaron trap. Oster, our producer, listened to, to Wes Reynolds uh when he was filming it on the nightcap. And uh, cashed a great future on uh, forty on to one. Forty to one, tremendous. And you know how I bet those things. It's great. And jeez, uh, I mean, and he didn't text us, and it made us feel a little, a little disheartened. I actually wish he wouldn't have told me he had it because I felt like he was peacocking on us. Well, it's like it's like when you come in and tell me about all your hockey plays during the regular season. But you don't listen. You like, never tell me. Yeah, but when I do give them to no, you, you, you always, are so full of crap. You always have to you like put so your own little Tim Murray on it. So Nope. Nope. Yeah. You can't come in here peacocking like Plus, when I, got really, when I got really good at hockey, hockey, like the odds went crazy. So I was killing hockey. And like I had the to, odds went crazy. I had to stop kind of betting hockey because like, the favorites were minus 350. Yeah, like, and you know, I wasn't really liking them a whole bunch of dogs. But then you'd come in and you'd peacock about how you went. So I'm just saying, I got two really selfish people I work with. That's okay. I mean, you got to you got a power. Nobody that knows me will, 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 will back up the selfish part. Mm. I'm a man of the people. If you're a man of the people, you can't be selfish. You don't even tell our listeners. I do. No, you don't. I do. No, you don't. You're I, a liar. I tell them I don't tweet. I don't tell Twitter. I sit here. I listen. Twitter to, is. I listen to you for three hours, and you then you come in. You're like, yeah, I got these games, and I got a seven leg parlay who needs uh, the the six legs. So I'm just saying, doesn't feel so good, right? Doesn't feel so good. By the way, speaking of Aaron, man, he's just our our rundown today has one thing in the opening segment. Yeah, I thought this was glorious. You Notre know, I Dame. normally just use this I as mean, like a extra uh, fireplace. Notre Dame out of the college Material, world series, but I love this. Just, I mean, that's just not cool. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, Aaron, that your alma mater wasn't good enough to get out of the regional that they hosted, and that Notre Dame had to go on the road. 
not once but twice and make it to the College World Series. But you don't got to stick. I in started to bet Texas A&M yesterday Should've. too. I told you on the show. I was like, yeah, you were talking about the, uh, said, the total lay, was fifteen. I, I said don't lay a dollar forty and a total of fifteen. Uh, so uh, Texas A&M, yes, did eliminate my Irish. Uh, I, st- I thought the Irish were peacocking a little bit after the Tennessee win. I, they, they, you mean when they then beat ten- Texas? No, what I'm talking about, like oh, okay. just the whole dance and you know routine. I thought that they didn't I, have a I, dance routine. At the end of it, they did. They went over there. They did something like they all like. They do that every game. Yeah. Well, I don't watch every game, so. Good. Good analysis, though. But they're home now, so I mean that's yeah. neither here nor there. Yeah. They're doing the same thing we're doing tomorrow, watching the College World Series. Hey, how'd your Reds do today? Yeah, we gotta get some bullpen help. Yeah, you're not gonna have that because they suck. Uh, it's the nightcap. We'll talk a little Stanley Cup, game number four. Sean's Lightning going to get it done again. It's the nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the nightcap on vsin the sports betting network Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zin 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zin Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zin Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zin 10 Challenge today at Zin.com 10. That's Z-Y-N.com 10. Zin Nicotine Pouches are only for adults. 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, the product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. We're going to talk to Mike Sando from The Athletic coming up at the bottom. Is that an inside the park home Yes, run? it is. Arizona. That is exactly what that is. The old diving for a line drive in center field never does you any good. Yeah, I don't know why he made that decision. You didn't bet the Diamondbacks tonight? Uh, I have under three and a half in the first five. So that didn't really work towards. It's not ideal. The part of this that I actually bet. This is very, very, like, what was he thinking? We got some high-scoring games tonight. Yeah. Giants and Braves, 9-8 in the eighth. Yeah, that's a very, very poorly played game. When you see the highlights on that, it's a little like a little league game. Two good teams, though. I know. Braves have been red hot. Braves catch the Mets ultimately? What do you think? Depends. Scherzer's supposed to be back next week. I yep. heard. Yep. 
Grom, I think, is a, a myth right now. But if he ever comes back, it just depends if they get healthy. <laughs> I need them to put up some runs. I took the Mets tonight, too. They're down 7-1 to the Astros last time I saw, which is amazing because you're quite, I think, however you say his name, the Astros pitcher, he hasn't been very good. Yeah, 7-1 was a bottom six right now there in, yeah. uh, there in Houston. So, um, yeah, a lot of high-scoring games tonight. And then, of course... Uh, my Nats blank in the Orioles tonight. I did have the Nats. I looked at that. Yeah. You know me. I don't bet a ton of baseball. I looked at that game. I'm like, there's no. The Orioles should not be a favorite. I just yeah, not I, that I, the I Nats are any good, but I just it's like no. Kind of one of those things. The Nats finally snapped like that losing streak. So mm-hmm. you know, I roll with them in the beat game. The, after uh, that. Beat yeah. the Phillies on Sunday. I think it was a. Uh, the eight or nine game. Like I got the Guardians. They are tied with the Twins. So we got some plays Man, you're in baseball firing tonight. Well, I always fire. It's just, you know, a lot of this stuff happens before the start time of the show. So, And it's hard to do overnights in these things because a lot of guys are. Oh, yeah. Are they, who, what's the lineup going to be? You know, sometimes they don't have the pitchers listed. So, By the way, uh, our guy Cody Decker's uh, favorite player, Dylan Cease. Oh, he, was, ele- well, he was rolling today. 11 strikeouts. So yeah. over on his. Uh, had a little lull in that over uh, strikeout prop. Game because he had hit it one, two, three, four, five straight times and then had missed it three straight times. But his last three starts, he's gone eight, eight, and now 11. So uh, Dylan Cease, Cody's guy, uh, with uh, with the over there. So I, See, always- I didn't play that game because Toronto started Gossman. So I don't know. I felt like we were going to be in a position we were in. Very, very tight game when the bullpens came into play, and I don't trust the White Sox bullpen. Well, they're into the bullpen now. Dylan C, six innings, one hit, no runs, uh, 11 Ks. Decent performance there for Oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's the truth. The mustache, I call him. Lowering his ERA to two six. I should have just played plus five, first five with the White Sox. But, I mean, now I forgot I'm a big White Sox fan. Now. Yeah. I forgot about that. And Cease versus Gossman, like, we should have been all over this. First five under. So if we under for the game, we should have took the White Sox first five just because you get C's plus money. So if the White Sox hold on, and we'll see because it's the uh, it is that White Sox bullpen. I'll be I'll be ten games up on the Reds. It's a good that's that's a good position to be. The in. White Sox and the Reds aren't in the same division. Oh, look at your little notebook there, sir. Yeah, oh you, yeah, we got a better record. That was oh, when yeah, you're yeah, yeah where you yeah. were you were getting a little uh, a little too chesty one yeah, day. Yeah, but this is all. I mean, this is far from over. I've watched the White Sox this year. I've watched the Reds. The one thing I do know, they're not dependable. At least not as of yet. <laughs> and the Reds are. <laughs> uh, but there you go. There's the Blue Jays Homer. So yeah. we'll see. I'm telling you, man, this White Sox bullpen, boy. Woo! If you got any health issues, don't watch them. Um I want to get to the craziness. We'll, we'll do this a little bit later because Jim Root, uh, who is uh, who's up, Jay Root's coming who's, on today, uprooted us. He left us. Yeah, I know. What he moved to Denver. He moved to Chicago. Oh wow, he's wasn't tweet, even close. He's tweeting out, you know, Central Time Zones and whatnot. Like today, I'm like, dude, come on. You lived here for a couple of years, but uh, Jim will join us uh, top of the next hour. We'll talk some NBA draft with him. Uh, not a lot of offerings, as as you've probably heard on our network here in Vegas, but doesn't mean you. Across the country, can't look at a couple uh, different opportunities out there. Uh, but the the number one pick market has just gone bonkers. Yeah, it, it got as low. It opened here in town at a bunch of different spots. I think Jabari Smith opened minus one thirty five at Westgate. 
Yeah. And now it is reversed back, and you're looking at DraftKings right now. Jabari Smith now back to minus 225. He got as low, I think, at DraftKings, I want to say as low as minus 150 or so. I feel like there's not as much information out there about the NBA draft. There really isn't. And, and I thought uh, earlier today on, uh, on Gil's show, um, a numbers game, Drew Dinsick was on, and I thought he made an interesting point about the number one pick market, which is the Magic have kind of come out and said, we're not telling you anything, and nothing's really leaked. And every, you know, there's a lot of people who, who do a great job of covering the NBA draft for for different outlets, Sam Vecini at The Athletic, Kevin O'Connor at The Ringer, um, uh, Jonathan Gavoni over at ESPN. And if you read every single one of their mocks, mm-hmm. they say the same thing. Jabari Smith, most of the people you talk to, most of them believe it'll be Jabari Smith, but nobody knows. So I, I just, when it got down, I know, I think Aaron was able to grab a bite at like minus 145 for Jabari Smith. I would have been willing at that price at minus two dollars, and I'm just, I it's a pass. I just don't trust the magic. I'd be more willing to bet Chet or Paolo than I would be Jabari, because you gotta look at it. For, look at it from the magic. Just look at the financial side of this. The Magic are kind of a team that's right now in obscurity. Like if you ask, like even a diehard NBA fan to name the Magic starting five. You know, it's gonna take some thought. Like I mean, you really have to. I mean, oh yeah, it's a good question. So, like, they need an identity. I think Jabari Smith is a really good player. I think Paulo's a really good player. But the one I think that if he ends up living up to his potential has box office written on him is Chet. Mm-hmm. You know, Larry Bird Jr. You know what I mean? Like He's a little taller than Larry Bird, but yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, Larry Bird was 6'9", so it wasn't like he was a short, you know, player. I know Chet's seven foot, but... I'm looking at it from that standpoint as well, like trying to get butts in seats. Like, does Jabari Smith do anything, no matter how good of a player he is, just the selection of Jabari Smith, what does that do for the Magic from a season ticket standpoint? Well, I would say if you're you're basing it off that, I would say Paolo would do it the most because I think Paolo's the most ready. And I think he could come in – I think he could come into any situation – and once again, and see, I'm not listen, going on how they play, but but listen to me here. I'm just talking about I'm not, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which of those three guys solicit the most people in the Orlando area to go out and say we gotta get season tickets? Powell. You think so? I think so. Well, he's that's from, why I take. He's from Duke. That's he, why I take. He could. I think he's instantly your your leader and rookie of the year. Uh, he will have the shortest odds. I can almost guarantee you that come Thursday night. Yeah. Whatever. Because um, I think all three of the guys are good players. And look, I, I would have said this, and you know, if if I could go back in in the time machine and, and was on top of it, I would have grabbed Paolo at twenty to one or fourteen to one because I, I just don't feel like it's that big of a difference at this price point. And I know we got asked yesterday on Twitter; it was like plus two ninety four. Someone was looking at it. I, I mean, it's, look, it might be worth a flyer. I just we have no idea, and everybody you read. Has no idea. At the end of the day, I think it will be Jabari Smith. Right. But there's a there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of groupthink when it comes to these players. If that makes sense, like everyone's kind of saying, "Yeah, I hear the same thing," and 
probably exchanging the same notes. I mean, I'm looking at Sam Vecini over at the Athletics. Um, late, most recent mocks came out today. Smith was the number one guy. Uh, sorry, was the guy at number one in the immediate post-lottery mock draft, and he remains the guy here as we start draft week. I'm not as certain as some of my media colleagues as to call this a lock. Orlando has done his due diligence on all of the top group of prospects in differing ways. I don't think this decision has been made for weeks or anything like that. We'll find out on draft night. So that being said, I'm not laying a dollar to, to you know, yeah, I definitely like hey, on betting, Jabari Smith. No to way. me, the only way to play this would be to bet the same amount of units on Chet and Paul. And then you make a little bit if either one of them went first. And then you'd lose it all if it was Jabari. <laughs> so but that's why for me. To me, that's the only way the thing that makes sense. Right. And if, if Paolo was, you know, like he was earlier this week, eight, nine to one, in hindsight, I, I would have made that bet. Now, yeah, if you want to throw a little pizza money on it just to say, hey, one of those guys yeah. is going to hit. And then you can peacock online and say you were right. <laughs> now the show him another ticket. <laughs> Mike Sando, we see Deshaun Watson at all this year. We'll talk to him next. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put some cash in your pockets with the Wrangler Hoops Draft Challenge. Make your picks on where the future stars will land at DraftKings.com slash Wrangler and compete for your share. $10,000 in prizes. Wrangler for the ride of life. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Super Bowl champ, former Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Always our pleasure to welcome in Mike Sando from The Athletic. And uh, we were talking a little off air about the tiers, the quarterback tiers, and this, what, entering year number nine of that very uh, popular uh, column that you always put out there. So looking forward to that. And I, I know you've got to be tired of it, but we got to start with it. Uh, what is the latest, what is your expectation on Deshaun Watson? I know some news about yeah. uh, settlements today. Uh, right now, it seems like a guessing game, Mike, but what's your yeah. kind of gut telling you about the likelihood of Deshaun Watson playing this year for the for the Browns? Okay, so I was talking to a general manager yesterday about other stuff, but then we, when we got to Watson, you know, we, we said, hey, what do we think is going to happen? And I think the feel in the league has been that the, the league might put him on an exempt list this season, uh, you know, while all these cases played out, and then that a suspension could actually start the next year. I do think resolving some of these cases, 20 to 24, makes it easier for him and for the league to maybe move forward. I don't know what their plan's going to be. I think there will be stiff punishment. I think there's a good chance that he that this first year is a wash or he doesn't play. Uh, either for the reason I said before, they could delay the full sentence until everything's clear, uh, or they could hand down a really uh, big uh, punishment, which I think is a good good chance, too. So, um you know, I'd probably take the over on how long it is until we hear otherwise. What uh, were any of the intricate reasonings behind the four that did not settle? Do we have any information on why there are still four remaining civil suits and they didn't join the 20 that decided to settle? Uh, no, but I think one of them was uh, one of the original was the original one. So I would imagine for each person, there's a different 
there could be no price for some people, right? If you really feel strongly about something, maybe maybe you're not going to do it for a, what seems like a, a modest settlement. So uh, I would think that's up to each individual. The fact that there are, it's kind of, you know, if there's one case available, uh, still going on, is it the same as five in the, in the eyes of the league? Can you really uh, hand out a punishment or make a, a, a judgment before that's been solved or resolved in some way too? I think those are all kind of, Interesting questions. And usually in these situations, you know, you look at precedent, but this case is different. It seems different than other ones we've seen. You know, from a betting standpoint, we're sitting here trying to figure out how do we attack the AFC North, specifically the Cleveland Browns. There were rumors that the Browns have come off of their stance of not being willing to take on some of Baker Mayfield's contract. Seems like they're willing now to take on 50% of that. Ultimately, where do you think Baker ends up? And if Deshaun's not going to be available, are they going with Jacoby Brissett or does Cleveland have yeah. a, another plan in mind? I would think it would be Brissett that they signed him for that reason. I mean, he's done it before. He, he stepped in for Andrew Luck and was able to, they were able to at least run their offense. I wouldn't think Baker Mayfield's going to be part of the mix there. I can't see another team picking up half the contract, right? He's, he's going to make 18 million. Who's going to pay 9 million? For Baker Mayfield right now, that would be absurd. So, um, if they do uh, release him at a certain point, then you just line up the teams that could use a quarterback. Then they could sign him on their terms, right? Not have they could pay him almost nothing because he's he's going to get money anyway from the Browns. So then you'd have teams like you know, the obvious ones, uh, whether it could be Carolina, you know, is Seattle at the right price? I don't think anyone's really pining for Baker Mayfield right now, but certainly he'd be an option for one of those teams that you know, doesn't really have a, a, a setup starter for sure. Talking to Mike Sando from The Athletic at Sando NFL. The AFC North, I feel like it's it's kind of our default to talk about the <laughs> AFC North because it's, it's a fascinating conf- or division this year, Mike, with the yeah. Bengals, with the uncertainty of the Browns, with the Ravens. Uh, I think it was, uh, I think Warren Sharp put out, you know, some of his you know breakdown of the Ravens, de- the injuries they dealt with. But, and it's fair criticism that, that Sean has. You know, who, who are the playmakers Outside of Lamar Jackson, they're they're going heavy with the tight end. So right now, uh, if yeah. if I made you pick a winner to come out, because the odds are, are pretty, you know, evenly dispersed. Uh, Ravens are, are a slight favorite over the Bengals, uh, but it's plus money all around. Who who would you on June, yeah. you know, whatever it is, pick to win the AFC North, Mike? I would probably lean towards the Ravens just because I think they're more of a known entity over a long period of time, always being in the mix. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson has multiple years of playing well. I do really love Joe Burrow. I, I like the Bengals, and I think um, it's hard to go against them. But let's face it, a year ago, we thought they were going to be a bottom three or four team um, in their in the conference. So I think you want to see them prove it again. You won't be surprised if they win it. But to me, like I said Baltimore's just got the established franchise, right, With from the quarterback to the head coach. Uh, the front office, all of that, you would think. Now, I have my concerns about them. Mm-hmm. I think that their injuries are, uh, sometimes you sign players that are older or have injury histories. I don't think guys get healthier as their careers go on. So I do have some concerns that they've maybe peaked, that we've seen the best of them in this iteration, uh, and that Cincinnati should be seen as a team on the rise. But you know, maybe just until we, maybe we kind of make them prove it, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, in a team that I felt like last year, uh, was maybe got a little too much love, which was Washington. And now it feels like maybe they're not getting enough, and Sean's very high on yeah. Washington. 
I'm a little higher on Philadelphia, but I do think Washington is is improved. When you look at this yeah. Washington roster now, I mean, every day something negative comes out about the organization because that's just what happens because that's they can't stay out of their own way. But all that being said, they got a lot of talented players on that roster. You know, they bring in Jahan Dotson. All uh, you know, reports early on, Mike, are are raving uh, about Jahan Dotson. Yeah. So when you look at Washington, their win total sitting at eight and a half. So essentially, do you think Washington will be an above five hundred football team this season? I'm going to make them prove it to me too. You know, I, I think that. Uh, Carson Wentz is probably a little undervalued because Jim Irsay kept backing the truck up over him and made him <laughs> seem like he's the worst human being in the history of human beings, which I don't think he is. But uh, but I do think that there's something missing there uh, with him, too. And this is just from afar, from 30,000 feet. Just the, I don't know, is is he great for uh, what's their chemistry going to be like? The whole Del Rio thing doesn't sit right with me. Carson Wentz is not a unifier. You know, so maybe all those things just come together and it's fine. I think their defense certainly should be better than it was just looking at the talent that they have. But I don't know. Something's kind of missing there, too, um, from them. And so uh, I'm glad I don't have a lot of money on them with the over that number. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the NFC East will be be an interesting one. Um, When you look at a team, uh, Mike, as we're talking to Mike Sando from The Athletic, who's that team that's maybe getting your juices flowing a little bit here mid-June? You're... You're kind of hoping nobody talks about him. You're like, I, I really like the way things have been put together, whether through the draft, free agency, or just continuity. Is there a team that you expect to take a rise this year, a team that you're kind of keeping your eye on there that maybe you know people are you, you want people to stay quiet on? Yeah, well, I think the whole AFC West, there's been so much hype over Denver getting Russell Wilson. And then obviously we were pretty solid on Justin Herbert's going to be a star for years to come. And, and the Chiefs are there. The Raiders are interesting to me. You know, when you, if you put it this way, the next three years, what would you rather bet on? Derek Carr with Josh McDaniels, and you've got Devontae Adams, you've got Waller, the tight end, you've got Renfro, or Wilson with the first time head coach in Hackett, and what they've got. I mean, I think you can make a case for the Raiders, and I think that they're a little bit, uh, you know, just maybe a little lost in the shuffle in that division. I don't think they necessarily have the fourth-best quarterback in the division either. We'll see. Yeah, that is, I mean. I like the value on the Raiders. I mean, if you're looking at it. What's their number? Because I think they're, I think they're what, 9-1, nine, nine to one, if I'm not mistaken, to win the division. Plus 650 yeah. to Plus win the 650. division. But they're the, but they're the uh, longest. The lo- oh, yeah, longest shot yeah. to win that division. And I don't think that there's that much separation. So yeah, I agree, just from I, a value standpoint, I would roll with the Raiders. I just feel that way, like, you know, the Chargers are betting on Khalil Mack to be healthy, right? They look great on paper, but, you know, shoot, they were behind the Raiders last year, right? And I think the expectations in Denver are off the charts. And Russell Wilson hasn't been as good the last year and a half. Is he suddenly going to go in in the new place and be lights out? He could, uh, but I think just sort of sneaky, you know. And Derek Carr... Like, I think a lot of people have been down on him, but I think that's changing. I think, the la- you know, he showed himself a little bit last year in a tough, tough season. So, yeah, maybe they're that team that, you know, in a division, as Sean said, it's, it's, the separation maybe isn't what you you think. And as crazy as it sounds, I feel like people have forgotten that they got the best wide receiver in football on, yeah. their, on their roster now. It's like, oh, yeah, they got Devontae Adams. So we'll see how that all plays out. Mike, we always appreciate your Great insight stuff, and you jumping on and uh, – uh, we will uh, certainly be talking to you throughout the offseason. Great. Hey, thank you. There he is. Mike Sando from The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter, at Sando 
NFL. Yeah, I don't know. It feels like they made that splash. What are we looking up at? I'm just looking at the White Sox trying to blow it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightcap here on BC. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. NFL preseason coverage. We got premium articles on golf. Make sure you read those. Wes Reynolds, Red Hot Baby, NASCAR as well. Whatever you want, we have it. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools in a live video stream whenever you want it, that costs only 19 bucks to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now, VEASAN.com slash summer. That gentleman right there. Yes. The pride of two lanes. Yes. yes. Tenth in the Heisman Trophy in 1998 and a 85 in Madden 2000. It's pretty good. Yeah. And one step closer to my favorite hockey team, three-peating. Come on now. That's right. We'll get to, uh, we'll get to that. Greg Wyshynski, who has really become a, a friend of the program. Well, once he found out that I was on the show, I mean, that's my guy, man. Sure. Puck Daddy. Yeah, we go back to way back. Puck Daddy. The so mean streets of Stanford, Connecticut, man. When I... Uh, you know, at the buy one bottle, get a bottle free wine nights there, you know, in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> he was living in D.C. He was uh, the uh, NHL insider for the radio station I worked at, too. So he used to come on my yeah, radio shows yeah. all the time. But, yeah. I, yes, I, I would say... Uh, his familiarity with you is a little more... Uh, my guy, man. But we appreciate him, and he'll join us uh, coming up uh, in about 45 minutes or so. Jim Root, going to hang out for a couple segments. From the shy. From uh, from the Windy City. No longer in our city. Uh, I kind of miss Jim a little bit, you know? Jim. Yeah. yeah. Giving out his uh, college basketball future. We'll still have him on the show. I mean, obviously. I think I ran him out of town. When I was right on St. Peter's, I was like, he had enough. I don't think he was... Anti St. Peter's? Not at all. You just you, you, your peacocktivity was yeah, too much. Yeah. I mean, I try to leave, but apparently contractually, I have to keep showing up for this show. So 
See, I got an email saying you loved it. <laughs> I don't know what. You don't check your email. <laughs> this is facts. This is facts. See, I know you too well. You could have said text or something. Email, I'm like, you liar. You don't even check yeah, your email. I don't email. know what that is. What is that? Uh, by the way, uh, you were, well, it's a long game. We'll see what happens. But uh, you were dead on about the, the White Sox bullpen. Oh, man. Uh, that Dylan C. six scoreless one hit ball. Well, uh, they now trail three to two to the uh, to the Blue Jays. So uh, that bullpen there for the if you're gonna bet Chicago the White, White Sox, Sox, you have to go first five. Yeah, like I wouldn't think about a full game bet with them. I mean, granted, obviously they've won full games, but I wouldn't think about betting them for the full game. They're just they're too erratic in the bullpen. Right, we need uh, we need some help here. What, what was it under three and a half? Yeah, first I've given five. up on that game. It's I'm not over yet. I know, it's but I, I've given up on it. That, I mean, you could have got a homer there, and instead of the game should be one zero right now. It's been some of the worst defensive there was. like play I've seen of major league teams. Uh, by the way, uh, just quick uh, glance at the scoreboard here. Uh, if you bet under nine uh, in the San Francisco Atlanta game, yeah. uh, both those teams have actually made it uh, north of nine. Yeah, you stopped watching that a long time ago. Actually, uh, we have a little surprise for you, Sean. Oh, gosh. I want to pull it up. So I mentioned 85 and 2000. Man, the Madden folks, I mean, that's just messed up. Look 85. at that drop-off. 85 and 2000, the year you were. Well, in my defense, the only year I was a starting quarterback from start to finish was 2000. True. So... Who do we I thought I played pretty good that year, too. So. And it dropped you 11. But that's why I didn't play Madden. I don't care about Madden. I didn't play Madden. I didn't like the way my rating was on the game. I thought 85. I didn't have enough time to get really good at it. I tell you what. Can we can we show that graphic again? Was that the Sean Alexander in 2000? Who was that? Oh, Eddie George. Eddie George was on the uh, Like That's the ridiculous. Cover. Like, 68 in 02? Come on. Get yeah, out that, of that, Get out of that, Dodge. That's messed up, man. Come on, man. Who were you on? Were you still on Tampa in 02? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I went to Phoenix to 04. Okay. So I didn't even really play 02 and 03. Like, how my my how'd rating you drop go up 17? for? How did, how did, first of all, from 01 and 02, how did it drop six spots? And then how did it go back up? I didn't really play. It's true. Were they getting practice film? <laughs> that would have been a 99 if they were getting practice <laughs> film. I was a man on a mission. I tell you what, though, there's a lot of people out there that played. Madden 2000 and rolled with Sean King. Oh, it's a bunch of people played 99, 01. Like, a bunch of people come to me and tell me that. Because you had you had the wheels, and, uh, you know, those are the fun quarterbacks you want to play with in Madden. Yeah. You, don't want, you don't want a pocket passer. You wanted Michael Vick. You don't want Peyton Manning. Yeah. Vick's ratings probably look a little different. A little, little different. He was on the covers. So yeah, he had a commercial with his own video game, so... <laughs> Our, our amusement park ride. What was the Vic experience? Yeah. That was a dope commercial. That was a really cool. <laughs> that was, that was a really cool. What did, by the way, watching him in person. We killed him. Really? Yeah. He oh, never yeah. went off against us. Like, we killed him. Yeah, your defense was so yeah. good. So I never got to see him, like, really, like, play, have a good game. Did you run scout as, as Vic? No. Well, come on, man. Just asking. Yeah, but you got to be realistic about, like, who you are. Like, Vic's on another planet. Well, like, there's not You'd be better lot. off having, like, Jaquez Green or somebody play quarterback. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> Is that Vic's, what they would do? Would they put a running back at quarterback? Yeah, a receiver. Like, Vic's, like, track fast. I think it was, like, 99 speed. Yeah. Madden. Yeah, if you played – if you had Mike Vic and Madden, it wasn't fair. 
First of all, I want all that extra work during the week. <laughs> like I'm good, coach. Let's see that play again. Well, you can't get hurt. You, I mean, you're. Important. I'm just saying, man. Hey, I had a nice little cushy little roll. Uh oh. You were just a little. Oh man, yeah. The, the White Sox are not doing. Uh oh. I told you. You did. Look, and then they're walking guys. I like, just. They are tragic. By the way, you were. You, we've talked about how if your skill set was now. I was saying, I wonder if I was coming in now, it'd be so different. I totally agree. Yeah. I'd probably been top 10 pick. And then I got hosed. I went 50th. I was like the sixth quarterback taken. You were. Like, I came out in a year where, like, you had a bunch of high-profile, big-name guys, you know, in that class. You know, Tim Couch, everybody knew about Couchy. McNabb. McNabb, Keely Smith, it kind of came from nowhere. He even played Major League Your guy, Baseball. Dante Culpepper. Culpepper. You know, they had went and beat Nebraska in a primetime game. So he was getting some love. Kate McNabb, you know, West Coast, they had to have some kind of representation. <laughs> Jeez. Then you got me coming from Tulane. It's like, I was surprised yesterday that, uh, what's the name said? He likes Tulane at 40 to 1. That's a long shot. To win the AAC, he was just—he likes the quarterback. But I think he's—he felt like Cincinnati. We had Brad Powers on yesterday. Yeah. You're going. I'm surprised he's that high on Cincy. Right, the team I thought has been—I didn't know that the running back had tore his ACL at Houston. But the team that I was high on was Houston. They—they're the ones that feel like they got the most guys coming back, and their quarterback's one of them. Then I thought Central Florida, you know, would have been getting some some mention, but. No, he seemed to think that since he's he thought a lot of it's based on a uh, recruiting class, right? And he he his point was he and he didn't really say any of them were, were worthy of a bet. I think he said if I had to make one, he probably would have played Cincy. Yeah, uh, but he liked the over on their win total at I he think did sit at nine. Yeah, um, because they got any big nine conferences? I know they had they Indiana a, and Notre they, Dame last year. Who's their nine conferences? Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas they, got a chance to be they, good. They open on the road at Arkansas and then they play Indiana at home. I don't think Indiana's going to be very good, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, all right, real quickly. Uh, all I know is USF is beating BYU sure they are. in game one. Don't listen. If they had money line bets right now, I'd go ahead and get it. Go for it. I feel like I need to take it because I think that line's going to come down. Was it 14? 13. Yeah, I feel like I need to get it. That line's going to come down. Go right there. Open for business. I'm thinking about it. You can go right now. Yeah. No, because last time I did this, you guys – Film me to see if I was running, and I won't be running tonight. You were, you were not running. Um, I, I want to get to this real quickly, um, and we'll talk more about the Stanley Cup final. Game four tomorrow night, Greg Wyshynski going to join us at uh, 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 Eastern. Right now, a little bit of movement towards, not a ton, uh, towards your Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, here at Circa, opened even money, now minus 102, so it looks like a little movement towards towards the Lightning. Confidence meter sway at all from last night, believing I've never wavered. That's true. I'm just curious. Yeah, I just I'm not gonna get involved individual games. I have enough on the lightning if they actually win the series to where I'm happy. I think I might go get me some Andre Vasilevsky. Is it four to one? Yeah. Three plus 380 now uh, at DraftKings. So, um, 
We will talk to Greg Wyshynski more about that right now. Minus 110 both ways. Total of six overs, 3-0. Do we have another over come tomorrow night? I don't know. You betting the under? I'm not touching. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> we'll talk NBA draft. Good friend Jim Root. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.